Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Coach School podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimmy. I went from being a burnt out pediatric hospitalist to building a multiple six-figure coaching business while working full-time. I did this by mastering sales and getting my clients amazing results as a coach because the two go hand in hand. In the Doctor Coach School, I help women doctors become transformative coaches and build profitable, high-ticket coaching businesses using my proprietary coaching tools and my proven sales framework. If you are a woman doctor who wants to obtain freedom through coaching, you are in the right place. Let's get started. So the title of this live is Why the Words Coaching and Free cannot go together. So I will tell you a story. In 2019, right after I decided I was going to start my podcast, I hadn't started it. I just decided I was going to start it. I bought into the notion of, well, I think I want to start doing coaching. I think I, I think I want to help in that way in a few months, right? Like in 2020, I want to start coaching. But in 2019, I thought to myself, well, why don't I like offer free coaching, right? It's not, and it wasn't even like it was a decision. There was someone in my community who she would come to me. She would ask me questions. It was very pick my brain energy, right? Pick my brain energy, which I talk about all the time. I was giving off pick my brain energy, right? Because I was positioning myself as an expert, but I wasn't selling anything. Whenever you're positioning yourself as an expert, but you're not actually selling anything, people will assume that you're what you want to do, that what you want to do is give away thoughts, ideas, advice, etc. for free. Their brain is always, always, always going to default to the easiest thing, right? And so their brain is going to say, well, she's positioning herself as an expert and she's but she's not selling anything. That means I get to pick her brain. So there was someone in my inbox in 2019 who would try to pick my brain like all the time right and it got to the point where I was like okay well if I think I want to be a coach in a few months and I don't have any experience with coaching maybe I should offer to coach her for free this felt really good for me as a black woman physician who was very keen on health disparities and equity and all the things right because this person was also a black woman doctor and I was like, well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm doing good and I'm giving back and I'm taking all the things that I've learned because at the time I, it was going to be procrastination. I was a procrastination coach. I'm taking all the things that I've learned and how I've changed my life and I'm going to help her change hers. It was like all this stuff, right? I told myself. So I reached out to her and I was like, hey, I have a proposal. Would you like to join me for like, I think I said like, a six-week program of free coaching. Now, again, I had no business at the time. I was not selling anything. I literally only had a blog and was starting a podcast. That was it. But I offered this because I was like, well, why not? Like, I'm going to be helping her. Her life is going to change. I'm going to be able to, here's what I told myself. I'm going to be able to flesh out my intellectual property. That was a lie. I'm going to tell you exactly why that was a lie. That was a lie from the pit of hell. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to flesh out my intellectual property. I'm going to get, here's another one. I'm going to get a testimonial 
right? Because I thought that I needed the testimonials in order to prove my worth as a coach, right? I need testimonials to prove my worth as a coach. So I offered her this six-week coaching package for free. And I said, all I want in exchange is a testimonial when we're done. Like, and I was like, look at me, like bartering. This is incredible. I was proud of myself, y'all. I was proud of myself. And she said yes. And I was like, perfect. So we set up the first call. We set up the first call. First call. All I remember, I don't remember everything. I don't remember everything. I remember I took the call from work after work one day. I took the call from work. And I remember being on the call and feeling like, oh man, I definitely want to be a coach. Like I knew at that moment, like this is something I want to do for sure, for sure. Right. But I I was mostly like that first session was me just like kind of gathering information from her, just kind of like understanding her a little bit better. And I did offer her some of my coaching principles and I gave her some homework that I wanted her to do before the next session. So so all of that happened after the call. I was like, OK, let's schedule our next session. Right. Because this was a six week free coaching package. So I was like, let's schedule our next session. So like, it's on my calendar, it's on your calendar and we're good to go. Homegirl was like, well, I am not exactly sure when I can meet again. Can I DM you when I know my schedule for next week? And I'm like, sure, absolutely, 100%, 100%. A few days go by, I don't hear from her. I reach out, hey, hope everything's going well. Right, it's me like trying to people please, right? Like, please, please keep working with me so I can get my testimonial, so I can feel like I'm actually worthy to be a coach, right? And so that's a problem. That's a problem. But she was basically like, Well, I still don't have my schedule yet. And I will say she was a resident. I think she was a was she a resident? I wanna say she was a resident. Like there was some circumstance where like objectively I knew that she didn't have a lot of time, right? So it made sense that it was hard for us to schedule our sessions. So a week goes by, I don't hear from her. I reach out, I'm like, hey, you know, can you meet? Right? She wasn't able to meet. A few days after that, so it's been over a week since we met. She DMs me like, hey, I got my schedule. Got my schedule. Modern Mogul HQ, they never do it. They bail by week three. <laughs> Energy exchange. Listen, that's you, you get it. Energy exchange is not congruent. That's the entire yes. Yes, 100%. And I'm going to show you how, like, for both of us, this was the case that the energy exchange was not congruent for both of us, right? Because when she reached out to me, apparently she finally got her schedule for, and she was like, I can meet on this day at this time. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm like, mm, I don't know if that works for me. Um, I'm going to be on service in the hospital. I was working full-time as a hospitalist. I'm going to be on service. I, I, I don't know how many patients I'll have. I'm going to reach out to you when, like during the week when I have a better sense of how many patients I, I have and how much teaching I'm going to do. Right. And here's the thing. I also wasn't invested. I mean, hello. Like I was like, I just spent over a week, a week and a half trying to schedule a session with you that I'm doing like out of my own free will and accord, the, the goodness, kindness of my heart. And I feel like, I 
I mean, do I even want to do this? Like, I even started feeling resentful. So on her end, she had no skin in the game at all whatsoever, right? At all whatsoever. I also was not invested, right? Because I had not the value of the transformation because that's the thing. That's the thing. I wasn't questioning the value of what I knew I could help her. That wasn't the question. That's why I offered it, right? I knew I could help her. But there was a mismatch. Like the, there was no, um, there was, n there wasn't that, that exchange. Like I just think it's so interesting that we try to hijack transformation without the transaction. There's literally no transformation without some sort of transaction. Even Jesus knew this. Hello, like Jesus ultimate transaction, right? So there's never, there's not going to be a transformation without transaction. But here's the thing. It makes sense on the surface, right? Like what we never coached again. Spoiler alert. I'll fast forward you to the end of the story. We never coached again. Obviously we kept going back and forth, back and forth. Can you meet here? No, I can't. She wasn't in it. My, I wasn't in it. She didn't get her transformation. Now, I, I, as the person who was the coach, now I wouldn't have called myself a coach back then because I would have thought, well, I, I'm, I'm, aren't there more hoops I have to jump through, whatever. But I was a coach because I had already achieved the transformation and I could help her. So I was the coach, right? I did not allow her to fully experience the transformation because I made it about me I made it about me. I don't want to sell. I'm not worthy of selling. It's not the right time. Like, how can I charge? Like, I've never done it before. I need testimonials. But like, I made it about me and not about her transformation. So it was on me. I'm not blaming her at all. It was on me. It was on me as a coach. Like, I, I didn't allow her to get the transformation, right? Because I didn't allow her to invest in herself. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The words coaching and free, um, the word coaching, right? Like I want you to think about coaching being movement. Okay. So when we think about an airplane, the coach section on an airplane, it comes, it's deriving from the exact same thing, movement, right? A horse and buggy, the coach on the back of a horse and buggy. Whenever we hear the word coach, we should think movement. Okay, now it makes sense in sports, right? Because there actually it's a game, there's movements, right? But even for us who are coaches where we're selling a process, a framework, intellectual property, we're selling movement, movement from point A to point B. That is what coaching is. It facilitates coaches, facilitate movement. Whether an airplane, the coach of the airplane facilitates movement, coach on a horse and buggy facilitates movement. We as coaches, our role is to facilitate movement, right? If I am facilitating movement, if I am helping someone to move, to get into action, to, to change in some way, there must be an investment. There must be an investment. There must be two types of investments. There obviously has to be a monetary investment and there has to be a time investment, right? But when we lump the words coaching and free together, right? Those words literally can't go together. There has to be some sort of energy expenditure in movement, right? If we're coaches and we're facilitating movement, that's what coaches do. 
There has to be, right? And you are actually setting your client up for failure if you position your offer as free or even as cheap, right? What you're doing is you are, you, now here's what, here's what you are doing. You are speaking to their primitive brain. Their primitive brain is going to love it because their primitive brain, I call, I call that your inner cave woman. If you're in DCS, you know that. Your cave woman, your primitive brain is always trying to save energy. She don't want to burn calories. Okay. Like your, that part of your brain, literally the whole purpose is to save you like calories, energy, like to take the easy way out. Right. So people will say yes to free coaching or cheap coaching. They will say yes because their primitive brain is going to kick in and be like, Oh, this sounds good. I ain't got to do nothing. It's free. I don't have to invest anything. Right. Like they're going to say yes to it. But what ends up happening is what ends up happening is that misalignment is going to play out in the coaching relationship. The client is not going to get the results. Right. Not only because, again, they have not invested anything, but also you as the coach, you as the coach. Your primitive brain is going to kick in and be like, wait, we doing all of this. And it's like, I, first of all, I didn't get any, like there, there's, I'm not being paid for my efforts. I'm not being paid for my thoughts or my, my experiences. Right. And then also because the client isn't invested, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to do extra work to drag that client along. If you have ever tried to help. So I have someone in my inbox right now. She's a friend. I hope she sees this video. She is going to join DCS, but, but she literally right now is coaching people for free, right? Telling herself that she's doing a good work. I feel her on that, but she's frustrated because she's like these She's like, Kimmy, these people are not listening to me. I'm like, of course they aren't. She was like, I know exactly how to help them and what they should do. And they should, they would be making so much more money if they would actually listen to me. But they keep getting on the phone with me and they're not listening to me. And she's, I, she's still in that excitement phase of like, I found this new thing and I'm helping people. So she hasn't completely gotten burnt out and frustrated. But what will happen is you will get burnt out and frustrated because you're dragging someone along like there has to be energy expenditure remember i said that coaches facilitate movement if the client ain't doing it if the client ain't doing it that means you're doing it somebody's burning calories somebody has to put in the work right and if the client isn't doing it you end up doing it so what ends up happening is you are now i call it being a tugboat you could be a tugboat in marketing. You can also be a tugboat in the coaching container. You are pulling that person along. You are dragging them across the finish line. You are doing the work for them. You are trying to get them to show up. You are bending your back. And that is so different from like working hard to get your clients results. In DCS, I help my clients get their clients results. That's not what we're talking about. It's the pulling and the tugging, right? Because there is, there was no transaction, right? So there's, there's, there isn't that investment, that energy expenditure on their part. So it happens on yours. You will resent your clients. You will end up resenting your clients. You will end up resenting your business and your clients still don't get the results. So you did it to get testimonials, but you 
don't get the testimony. I never got a testimonial from that girl. What was there to testify about? We had one session, right? We had one session and the session was good, but that was it. That was it. And so they cannot go together. Not because, yeah, yeah now listen, y'all know if you've been following me for any length of time, I'm going to preach high ticket coaching. Until, but, but, the, but the reason is, right, not just because I want a whole community where we can floss and be like, hey, I'm charging 5K, I'm charging 10K. It really is about the client. It's about their success. When I think about charging my clients a five-figure investment to work with me, I'm thinking about them, right? I'm thinking about their success. I'm thinking about what they're going to be able to do when they have that skin in the game. So I hope that this was helpful to to help you think about coaching differently, right? Like I actually did a podcast episode where we talked about this just two weeks ago. So go listen to it. The Dr. Coach School podcast. You can search for it wherever you find podcasts. And I talked about the coach identity. I want you to think about the fact that if you have already moved yourself to the point B, if you have already gotten the transformation, you are already a coach. There's no further hurdles or hoops you have to jump through. Now let's get to work learning how to sell our offer. Let's get to work learning how to market. Let's get to work coaching our people and like further developing our IP, right? But when we try to throw out free coaching offers or we're coaching in the dms or we're like oh yeah hop on a 15 minute call with me literally no one wins you don't win but also the client doesn't win and when we say we want to do no harm as doctors that's one of the things that we have to be thinking about we're harming people i believe you're harming people if you don't charge them now a lot of people think you're harming people if you do charge them i think you're harming people if you don't Okay, it's a little hot take. It's a little polarizing, but I think it's true. I think that's 100% true. If you want to learn how to sell your coaching so that you show up to the coaching container and your clients show up to the coaching container and becomes that mutually beneficial, like, listen, I, the way I show up in DCS and the way my clients show up, that's why they get results. That is why, right? So if you want to learn how to do this work, I want to invite you to the Sell Your Coaching Summit happening on June 4th and 5th. Go to the drcoachschool.com slash summit. The link is also in my bio. Two days of doctor coaches just like you who have scaled their businesses or in the process of scaling their businesses, selling high ticket coaching. And they started from zero. They started from scratch. They just started with just an idea. They started with just a thought of how I can help someone else. I want you to have access to their brain for those two days. Okay. So the drcoachschool.com slash summit. Thank y'all for joining me. I hope this was helpful. I hope this was helpful. Bye everyone. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Dr. Coach School podcast. I can help you create five to $20,000 coaching clients in your business, even if you're brand new and hit your first 100K while getting your clients 100% results. I do this through my proprietary DCS framework inside of the Dr. Coach School. Inside of DCS, you will get all of the tools that you need to create your six-figure business 
and become a transformational coach. So if you have done some epic-ish in your life and you want to help others do the same, I've got you. The first step to doing this is to join the waitlist. Go to the drcoachschool.com slash waitlist so that you can learn about our upcoming enrollment. And I will see you inside of the Dr. Coach School. Peace and love, y'all. Okay.